Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Elka Scholz. As we continue a conversation we began last weekend about living a balanced life so that we thrive. Elka is a registered psychotherapist and award-winning author of the Anxiety Warrior series and guides us today in looking at our mental and emotional natures. Elka Schulz, good morning and welcome back once again. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's just, it's sunny here and I'm excited to share as always. <laughs> well, we had such a great experience last weekend by visiting if we're going to break ourselves into four natures or four parts, then we touched on the physical and the spiritual. And so, um, you know, if anyone missed that, they can go back and get the podcast, The Beauty of Technology These Days. Uh, but today we're going to continue on with the other two elements or aspects of ourselves, the emotional and the mental. Yes. And again, it's our best defense is to take care of ourselves, to build our resilience. It's interesting because um, my son and his uh, wife, they were feeling guilty of uh, enjoying themselves. And I said, what? And he said, well, mom, so many people are suffering right now. And, uh, you know, we've got to really be careful uh, and, it, and it is important to understand what's going on in the world. And this is going to come out a little bit in what we're going to talk about today. And I said to him, though, I said, you know, because he's a team leader and he supports a whole staff. She's a psychologist, so she supports uh, students at a college. And so they're helping people every day in need. And I said, you know... It's so important that you do things that fill your spirit and so important that you keep your resilience high because you're the wind underneath these others' wings and you're the one supporting. And if you don't do this self-care, how can you give, you know, 100% or, and support others and help them? Because if you're depleted and sad, then that's not going to work very well. You're just going to get more depleted. And you mentioned, you know, last week about the four sides of a square. And I think uh, one other time I loved what you said about the four tires. And, you know, if, if one tire is flat, <laughs> we're not going to be driving very well through the world. So we really do need to take care of ourselves we need to be as healthy as we possibly can. That's our best defense for the future. So today I wanted to share how to feed the emotional part of that and, of course, our mental. And so emotionally, uh, one of the things, um, well, actually a few things, is we need to be connected to each other. And we are group mammals, group animals. Um, we talk about our tribes. We talk about our family or family of choice. You know, we talk about clubs, memberships, associations, communities. It's all groups. We have groups. And it's just so important. And as humans, we're meant to be together. So loneliness and isolation can be just devastating. And um, it really, yeah, I can't even say more how drastic 
that isolation or loneliness can be. So it's really, really important that we reach out and stay connected. And uh, one of the things that we can do, well, there's a few things, of course, and making eye contact and smiling is so, so important. And we need to, especially now, make an effort to do that. And even with masks, right, Elka? Even with yes, masks, uh, we yes, smile. And, I, and yeah, and knowing that I've noticed people, they don't look at each other. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really important, I think, to make the effort to say hello, um, to look at each other's eyes and to smile. We can still see smiling eyes. And one of my clients, um, she went to a store and she said, you know, it was so wonderful She said, I think they've trained all the employees. Everybody was laughing. They were kind. They were smiling. Can we help? They made an effort to look at people's eyes. And she said, I felt so welcome. It was so important to me. And she said, I just wanted to go back there just to be around them. Um, So we need to, you know, make these efforts, especially now to stay connected. Absolutely. And I think we can find different ways within our own communities to do that. I know at my church, they've decided to put together a group of people just to call certain others throughout the week. You know, make a phone call a week to a person, you know, build up that kind of connection. Uh, Even if they have other people in in their group. It's just um, a way for us to really maintain community. Absolutely. And actually, that um, is a strategy. And, you know, is, and what a wonderful thing that um, your group is doing that. And something that um, you can do, that listeners can do, is to create a list of your closest circle. So perhaps friends and family, maybe neighbors, And then, you know, like what your group is doing is reach out, you know, and make a checklist. So sometimes I think, um, you know, lists are good. (laughs) So it reminds us. I I don't know how you are, but I, I can be pretty forgetful. Not that I mean to be, but I get distracted. And then, you know, we can fall into some of these rabbit holes where, Uh, we may get lonely. So it's good to do a checklist on how you can reach out. So your group, you did it by phone, you can do Skype or FaceTime, Zoom, and also put reminders, you know, on your calendar to do this on a regular basis. So whatever fits for you. And it it really is important and so great that uh, your group is doing that. And it is important, as you say, Elka, to make a list or put it on the calendar because one thing that I've found during this COVID time, as I term it, is time has become very strange. It's easy to for it to be so fluid that a week goes by and I'm amazed. Like, where did the time go? It might be just a few hours, and it's like, how did I get to this point? So having lists, I think, really keeps us more focused. Yes, and again, too, it's action. It's something that we can actively do, and I think right now it's important to feel that we can add value to people's lives, that we have purpose, and this is so meaningful. And, you know, I have a neighbor um, across the street we're very spread out here. We're on um, 
two and three and four and five acre lots. So they're they're pretty big lots. So we're not quite in the country, but um, you know she's on her own, and it's so important to reach out and just to touch base and just say, hey, how how are you doing? <laughs> What's going on in your life? And um, I was so glad I did that because I guess she had had a bad fall and um, she couldn't walk her dog. So that was something I could do. You know, it's just something really, really simple. And we don't know if we don't reach out and uh, stay connected. Right. And one of the things that um, is really a lovely thing to do, and and I think we've lost a little bit of that tradition, is to send a card or a letter. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can just be a, hi, how are you? And it's such a fun thing to do. It's not expensive. And the receiver gets so much pleasure out of that because, you know, I mean, it's different than a phone call. A phone call, you can't beat that. I mean, that voice-to-voice connection, I think it's just so great. And, you know, when somebody gets a letter, it's different than a Facebook message or a text because that letter, it's there, it's physical. And the receiver, what I've heard many times over and over again they reread and reread and look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, they they look at that little card or that letter, and the pleasure they get from that is just multiple. I can't even say how many times because I don't know. But um, so you know, if if it's something you want to do, is sit down and write letters. Yes. And a card is easy because it doesn't necessarily mean having to write a long letter, but you can really put some meaningful words together. And and it's great because it can be looked at throughout the day or every other week or whatever, but it holds really important emotion in it. Absolutely. And it it can be as simple as saying, thinking of you. Mm -hmm. You know, and sending you love or sending you kindness or sunshine or however you want to put it. It can be very simple. So, um, you know, as to really consider writing a letter and it has a lot of value. So that's a good thing to do. Yes. Um, another way uh, for to support yourself emotionally, and you already mentioned your faith group, is also consider perhaps a book club or an interest group. You know, we do have access to them, and we do have creative ways to stay connected. Is Again, it's about being creative and really opening up your mind. I mean, one of the things I think we talked about in the fall is how stretched we've been mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And, yes, we have to stretch ourselves a little bit more and uh, be creative And how can we connect you know, in a way that's respectful and uh, kind to others and yourself. Right. And, you know, I've been kind of still thinking about what you said as we began our conversation about talking about your son and his wife and the work they do and how uh, how we feel. And he said, you know, feeling somewhat guilty about feeling good about things. Am I getting that right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised to hear him say that, though, that, yeah. And yet I think what has kind of stuck in the back of my mind is it's important to, I think, exhibit that when that is the case because it it shows hope and it shows yeah. that we have some control. We can create this, each of us. Yes, and, and you know, it, it, this is a lovely segue into supporting yourself mentally and 
I did mention it last week about we have 50 to 70 thoughts every day and most of those are repetitive and if they weren't repetitive we would go mad <laughs> if we would have different thoughts and that's just science um, so here's the interesting part of that and it goes to expand what you were just saying is we can choose the focus of our thoughts we can choose the focus of where we put our attention we can make that choice, and we, we can do that right away, right now. This is something you can do now. And so one of the things that, you know, I've suggested to my kids and my clients, as I, I do have the private practice here, and is limit your exposure to uh, stressful news. And, you know, it's not that we're avoiding what's going on in the world by limiting it, we don't need to listen to it uh, all day long. And um, I actually have to confess that I don't listen to it at all because my clients want to talk about things. So I hear about what I need to hear about. So, you know, limit your exposure to this stressful news. And and really, uh, I was thinking about it because, you know, the news can... It can be rather repetitive. So, you know, 15 minutes maybe, 20 minutes. I mean, think about how much um, is repetitive and really judge it for yourself. And again, it's, yes, still be aware of what's going on. However, do we need to make that the focus of our thoughts? And uh, again, it's just a question. Do you need to make it a focus of your thoughts? I would prefer <laughs> to focus on, like right now I'm looking outside and, um, I mean, it's a picture uh, postcard of a winter scene and I've got a bird feeder and my birds are just so happy. Um, they figured out the new bird feeder and the squirrels are coming and they get, you know, the leftovers. And so, you know, what is it that you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on your neighbor or do you want to focus on adding value? Um, so we can change channels and um, put our focus where we want it to be. And it could be for enjoyment, right? Yes. Yes, Exactly. The other thing is, is for mental, and this actually can, this again rolls into um, emotional, is maybe there's something you've always wanted to learn. And um, I'm just, uh, I know when I was little and I loved the piano and I had to stop uh, my lessons because my family couldn't afford buying a piano. So that was the end of my lessons. However, I do have a piano, so I recently got it um, tuned up the way it needed to be. It needed a little bit of restoration, and I've been practicing, so it's just giving me so much joy to relearn and practice. Um, I have a lot of lessons here that I can go through. <laughs> and, you know, maybe there's something that, that you've wanted to learn, and, and that is a way to support our mental health. And, and here's the thing. It keeps your mind interested. It's something fun. So thinking about what's fun and, you know, again, it doesn't ignore anything. I'm not ignoring. We're not ignoring anything. We're just uh, focusing, you know, where do I want to put 40,000 thoughts yeah. <laughs> instead of all 50? <laughs> right. Well, and I love that about your 
taking the piano lessons or doing more of the practicing of that, it really falls into that category of lifelong learning that really enhances who we are, really uh, helps us to become all we want to be. Right. And and when we're excited, and that's something I was, you know, sharing with my son is, you know, when you're excited and your your cup is full and you feel resilient, then that's when you can share that with others too. And And really, our life is pretty great when we start looking at all the pluses and and that ripple effect does really help others around us. So it's something that, you know, somebody said to me uh, a long time ago is if I didn't take care of myself, then I was just, you know, if I was functioning at 40% or 50%, that's all I could give. And if I really took care of myself and, um, you know, in all these areas, then I can better be there for somebody else. And that does give me a lot of joy. Yes. So another way to um, support yourself mentally is uh, encouraging your own self-talk. So we did talk uh, last week uh, about um, being careful with words, is how can you be your own best friend? And, you know, how would you encourage yourself? And actually, the one book that I wrote, uh, Loving Your Life, is an excellent um, book on strategies on coming back to your creative self and loving who you are. That is so perfect. Again, it is so important for feeding ourselves, but it's modeling for others as well. So there's no need to feel it badly at all because it's any of us can do it. Yeah, and there's a peace and a calmness that comes with that. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It is out there for you. <laughs> so I just, uh, I always say I, I'm my own experiment. Um, these strategies are not new. They've just been collected, really. And, uh, you know, we can pick and choose. Another mental uh, support is to practice curiosity, And um, it's one of my favorite words. And, you know, how can you practice being curious, whether it's about uh, what you've read or research or even our talk today? Um, How can you be curious? How can you be curious about somebody else, you know, what they're going through or, or perhaps an idea? Exactly. And so being curious you mentioned your book of uh, loving your life, yes. <laughs> cre- creating our life. And then further to that, you've written the books, the Anxiety series, the Anxiety Warrior series. Yep. So these, again, have the strategies in them and stories, your own personal story. You're very open about sharing about how this is all. And even during the course of our conversation, you do that, Elka. But others' stories that have given you permission to share about them, uh, that helps us to learn and grow and, and see similarities in what we might do in our own life. Absolutely. And and one of the things that I believe in is to make it easy and accessible. I've um and that's what's in these books. So it, it comes from, you know, client successes, student successes, 
years of working with people and them saying, you know, this really works for me. And and it's easy to do. It's And it's plain speak, I guess. I want to say it that way because <laughs> I was starting to use it. Um, yeah, so very simple, lots of ideas and easy exercises that we can do. And, and one of the things, too, is, you know, some people, and I just want to mention it briefly, is that, you know, some people aren't sure of how to begin. And there is a section in um, both the Anxiety Warrior, the Volume 1, and um, Loving Your Life, and it talks about blocks and how do we take those first steps and how can we begin some of the strategies that, that you and I have talked about in the last two weeks. And um, I think it's important, you know, if if we're struggling is is to look at, you know, what is holding us back? You know, what steps can we take and how can we do that and how can we support ourselves? And that's really important to get started, right? Exactly. Yes. So to discover those blocks would be to incorporate, start to do some of what we've talked about in these two weeks about slowing down, being aware of our thoughts and monitoring that and thinking about the things that do bring us joy. Yep, that would be a great beginning, for sure. And naturally, as humans, we do gravitate to things that do bring us joy. So that's a great beginning. Thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, We still have a little time, and you had mentioned um, earlier on to me about there being an exercise called the five senses. Yes, great. Thank you. I wasn't sure. I had it here in my notes. So... This is a wonderful exercise to really help us get present. And um, I know that I mentioned the 0 to 10 scale. uh, That was in our uh, November blog. Um, And uh, so the 0, and I'll just say it super quick, is 0 is no disturbance, calm. 10 is I'm out of my mind. And it's an awareness scale. So it's just to know where you're at. And again, it is uh, one of the first skills to learn. And it is about awareness. So then to augment that is five senses. And this is just a lovely exercise. It's easy to remember because we have five senses, so it doesn't really matter the order. And uh, we can do it with children, too. And, um, and it's easy for them to remember. So that's what's so great about this exercise. So let's start out with visual. So it takes a little bit to describe, but I'll try and be succinct here. And so I would invite you to look at three things that are in front of you. So we're going to go with vision first. Um, So I'll just demonstrate. So I'm looking at a feather, and it's blue. And I'm not sure what bird it came from. I'm also looking at a notepad. It's a posted note and it's actually blue too, so I didn't mean to do that. It's square. And then I am looking at a pot of flowers. It's uh, in a big ceramic pot, and it has uh, hot pink geraniums. I brought them inside, and they just decided to bloom like crazy. So three things. So just looking at three things and describing them. And then uh, let's go to our sound. So just taking a moment to listen to three sounds. And again, you don't have to describe the sounds, really just name them. So right now, while we're on the radio, 
I'm hearing my, um, I have a heat pump, so it's uh, blowing in air. I can hear myself breathe. And I guess I smacked my lips there, so I heard that too. So that's uh, sound. And then smell. Smell three things around you. You know, it's not that you have to go looking for stuff. You can smell your hair if it's long enough. You can smell your sweater or clothing. Paper has smell, so you can smell paper. And just notice the different scents. Or or maybe you have essential oils. Or, you know, uh, maybe you're outside and you you can smell something outside. So it's three smells. And then touch. So touching three things and very different things. So noticing different surfaces. What's the difference? So again, me just modeling, I would touch. um, I have a dog and he is so soft. He's like this soft teddy bear. So how is that different than the leggings? that I'm wearing and what how and how is that different what is the different sensation for when I'm rubbing the wood on my desk really taking a moment to really notice the difference in the touch and then our last one taste now if you don't have three things to taste don't worry about that so much with the exercise, even a sip of water or a tea, something very simple. However, what you want to do is, again, notice aspects of that taste. So, um, you know, what is the texture of what you're tasting? What about the temperature? And perhaps it has a smell. So, So, and as you're tasting it, really being aware of, you know, when you're chewing it or maybe it's swallowing it, what is that sensation? So then coming back to the first thing that you saw, or the first three things, I should say, and now you just name them. So you just say feather, notepad, and the flowers. So the exercise, it brings us back to the presence and because we're very present in our senses. So that's a five senses. And you can do that. Actually, when you do it on your own, it probably will take you about two minutes, maybe three. Mm. Maybe three. That's great. Yes. And um, a modification for that <laughs> is you can take one sense and spend two minutes really kind of going deep into that and that awareness and, and slowing down. And again, that brings us very, very present. And it is a strategy to lower anxiety for sure. And it's a great one. So anyways, thank you. <laughs> uh, that's great. Anything we can do to, yes, make ourselves uh, more fully aware of our surroundings and being able to reduce stress, very major for any time in our life just to be able to take charge in that way. Yeah, and it, it, it really does so much because, you know, what we have, one of the things we do have is right now. 
And I know it may sound simplistic, and I don't mean to sound that way. And we've all heard it, yet we still do it um, when I say we. You know, so considering that the past is really in the past, like yesterday is gone. It's We can consider it for sure and, and think about it. However, really right now, this moment that you and I have is what we really know and have. And we don't know uh, tomorrow. Um, we don't know. And, and again, coming back to the more that we can feed all four, the more that we can, you know, support ourselves is really our best defense, our best resilience to move forward. Absolutely. And you certainly have given us a lot of exercises insights, awarenesses, Elka, to be able to to work on this because it, it it is work of a sort and it's something we need to dedicate ourselves to uh, as a daily practice, which is something we talked about more last week. So now our time is quickly evaporating. So let's mention your website because it is such a great resource for all of this information. Yes, and, and you know what? Thank you. And it's so important that that um, that uh, you realize that, that this is a smorgasbord and there are many resources and pick the ones that excite you and, you know, pick your own daily practice. So you get to pick and choose, really. So the website has lots of resources. The books are just jammed full and there's actually sample pages, too, that uh, people can look at. So... Uh, triple W course and it's my name E-L-K-E so Elka Scholes and um, my last name um, S-C-H-O-L-Z so E-L-K-E S-C-H-O-L-Z dot com and you'll find uh, links and connections to resources to the books and also uh, YouTube channels and stuff like that so Yes. So much of what we need to keep growing and learning and uh, becoming better moment by moment, day by day. Yeah, and thriving, you know, enjoying and thriving and enjoying this gift that we have, this miracle of life. Yes, thriving. Great note to end on. Well, again, Elka Schultz, it's been wonderful to spend this time with you and to learn and to become aware of how we can all thrive. Well, thank you so much. Such an honor. So excited. Thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Elka Schultz and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Susie Wu and Holly Tucci. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I'll get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of taking the steps to do all we can to thrive. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.